0: Hey there everyone, I'm Ashley Billington and you're watching The Campfire. This week we're breaking down District 5, 5A Division 1. We have a great week of content coming at you and this week we're breaking down District 5, 5A Division 1. These are the teams that you'll see in this district. District 5, 5A Division 1. Denton. Denton Ryan. Frisco Centennial. Frisco Heritage. Frisco Independence, Frisco Lone Star, Frisco Reedy, Frisco Wakeland, and The Colony. Lone Star, Denton Ryan, The Colony, Wakeland, Frisco Reedy, all amazing teams and you can't forget Independence as well. You can vote for who you think will take the district crown on our Twitter, it's at IHSSDFW. Now it's time for our film session, presented by your local North Texas GEICO agents. District 5, 5A Division 1 will most likely come down to two teams, Denton Ryan and Frisco Lone Star. But don't forget about the rest of the district because there are quite a few sleepers in there. Let's start with one of the three newcomers to this district, and probably the favorite, Denton Ryan. The Raiders have three of the best players in not only the district, but the state of Texas. Jatavian Sanders is heading to Texas as a defensive end, but is a dominant two-way player. Billy Bowman Jr. is also heading to Texas as a receiver or defensive back, but he can get you in all three facets of the game as he's a dynamic return man. And Seth Hennigan, the coach's son, has the experience needed behind center to help Ryan on another long playoff run. Frisco Lone Star loves the fact they will get another shot at Ryan as they lost to them in the state semifinals this past fall. The Rangers return junior quarterback Garrett Rangel and Jaden Nixon on the offense. Speaking of powerful offenses, the Knights of Independence bring back dual threat quarterback Braylon Braxton and probably the area's best tight end, Elijah Arroyo. The Colony head coach, Rudy Wrangle has a lot of firepower to replace, but the Cougars are always a contender. frisco Reedy head coach Chad Cole took a blow when his starting quarterback, Jalen Kitna, moved on to Burleson with his father to play for the Elks. The rest of the Frisco ISD team's Centennial, Wakeland, and Heritage will be battling for positioning in a tough district while newcomer didn't will fight to get some wins. 5A Division 1 is loaded for the 2020 season, and this district might be one of the best. We turn our focus now to the players, where North Texas Honda recognizes players on the rise, those players who are destined to help their team to victory. Ditton Ryan's Jatavian Sanders is a two-way force on the field. Sanders is committed to the University of Texas, where he'll be playing defensive end. His time with the Raiders, Jatavian has 70 tackles and averages 2.2 tackles per game. Garrett Rangel will be a junior in the coming season for Lone Star. As a sophomore, Rangel led his team to the state semifinals. His sophomore stats were crazy, as Rangel had 4,855 total passing yards, 50 passing touchdowns, and averaged over 324 passing yards per game. Billy Bowman Jr. is another two-way star for Denton Ryan. Bowman is a threat on either side of the ball. He's also committed to the University of Texas for the 2021 class and scored 17 touchdowns in the 2019 season. Frisco Independence's quarterback Braylon Braxton led his Knights to a 10-3 record in 2019. Braxton had 3,236 total passing yards and 45 passing touchdowns. He tacked on almost 900 more rushing yards and 11 rushing touchdowns to his junior season total. Running back Jaden Nixon will be leaned on heavily in the 2020 season. Scoring the overtime touchdown to send Lone Star to the state semifinals was not his only accomplishment in 2019. Nixon averages over six yards per carry and is considered one of the fastest running backs in the 2021 class. And those players are great on the gridiron. But do you know someone from the high school sports scene doing great in your community? Nominate them for North Texas Honda Helpful Hero. To nominate, go to IHSSHelpfulHeroes.com. We've talked about teams, we've talked about players. Now it's time to talk to the coaches who lead these teams on the gridiron. Hey there, I'm here with the head coach of the Denton Ryan Raiders, Dave Hennigan. Coach Hennigan, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing great, thanks.
0: And I'm not sure there's a team in North Texas that is more hungry than your Raiders. Um, One pass play away from winning the state title last year. How much is getting past that last hump going to motivate you guys in the 2020 season?
1: Well, you know, every year is different. Uh, We've had great success. And and, uh, we were obviously disappointed in it in the way we did. And when you reflect on it uh pretty special year regardless and really it's p- pretty special five-year run we've had we're 70 and five the last five years and, and uh so each year is different you know i think that yes that's part of the motivation those kids want to get back to the to the big uh, big stage and this time win it uh but we're also our kids are smart enough and our coaches are smart enough and we have a very mature program that we know the only way to to get back there is to take it day by day and to get better every single day, every single rep, weight room, whatever. And so uh, surely that's that's always in the back of our mind, honestly, but, but we never talk about it. Uh, it's not something we talk about. What we talk about is going to work every day and being coachable and doing what you're supposed to do and, and uh, doing right outside of the uh, football facility, in the classroom, on the streets. And then, uh, and when you combine those things with talent, uh, then the byproduct is winning.
0: You know, completely different district this year. As you're in with Lone Star, Independence, the Colony, what do you think about the competition in your new district?
1: Uh, I think it's tougher than what we've we've been in for sure. I mean, you look at uh, obviously us, and then you have Lone Star, who was number one in the state for the vast majority of the year, has a good team coming back, and of course we played them in the semifinals, and then uh, Independence had a deep run. Um, and then, uh, you know, those several of the other schools are very talented, the Colony and, and, you know, and so, and then there's others. And so it's it's a tough uh, deal. The biggest difference for us really is, uh, which going back, honestly, I think that's going to be good for us. I mean, we've uh, we've gone the most of the year last year where our starters didn't play a full game, you know, and, and uh, that's not good. And this year they'll they'll have to play, uh, which is a good thing. And, uh, you know, the big difference for us is we moved from region one to region two. And, and Ryan hasn't been in region two in, uh, you know, well over a decade, going to Region 2 is different. You know, I think that uh, uh, the, the depth of quality teams in Region 2 is, is it's just deeper than Region 1. I think that's just a fact. And so uh, that's going to be a tremendous challenge. I think we're going to have tougher uh, playoff games earlier in the playoffs. Whereas last year, truth be known, we weren't really challenged in the playoffs, you know, until the semifinals. Uh, and so uh, we're going to be looking at a, a lot bigger challenge there.
0: And speaking of the challenge that you had in the semifinals, I think the, the one game in 5A that everyone's got circled is that Denton Ryan Lone Star game. Um, you know, talk about that game that you guys played against and beating the number one team in 5A, and now you know, they're in your district.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's a, it, it was a uh, you know, hyped up game. I, think. I don't remember what we were ranked coming in. Of course, they had beaten Highland Park twice and so uh, and we, we hadn't been able to get over that hump for whatever reason the previous three years and so everyone I think had everyone really had been favored in that game and our kids really rose to the challenge and played really well uh, both sides of the ball. and you know, it ended up being, being a you know it was a close game at halftime but we really pulled away and, and uh, put it away relatively um, and, but it'll be a tremendous challenge it's a great team over there very talented coach Rayburn and those guys do a tremendous job coaching And so uh, you know, and it's really uh, you know, you may not be aware of this. I don't know if this come out yet, but we—it's not—it's a week ten game too. So there's a chance, you know, that we could both be uh, undefeated uh, in districts. Possibly, who knows? A lot can happen between now and then, of course. But uh, so it's got the potential to be a really big matchup week ten. It's at our place this year, and and obviously there'll be district title, uh, you know, ramifications there. And then uh, who knows? We may see him again in the playoffs.
0: Now we talk to another 5-5-A Division I coach, Jeff Rayburn. I'm here with the head coach of the Lone Star Rangers, Jeff Rayburn. Coach Rayburn, how's it going?
2: It's going well. well. I appreciate you having me today.
0: You lose Marvin Mims, but a lot of teams are having to break in new quarterbacks. You're not, as you have a junior in Garrett Rangel. Um, how much does having an experienced signal caller Give you an advantage over teams that don't have that experience uh, and not having a lot of practice time before the season starts.
2: Yeah, I think I think every coach would, would tell you if there's one position you want experience at, especially with what we're going through right now, it's a quarterback uh, to have a, a kid who, was, who started 15 games as a sophomore um, and then coming back. Um, and having two more years to, to lead the Rangers. Uh, it's a great feeling to, to to have a kid like that leading our team because he's a special kid, he's a special player, and, and we know he's going to continue to work and continue to lead our kids um, and build them up uh, during this process.
0: Coach, a nine-team district for you to maneuver through next season, uh, but what everyone's going to have their eyes on is your district pro now being Dylan Ryan. Uh, this team, that this is the team that ended your run last year. How much are you looking forward to getting to play them in district next season?
2: Yeah, anytime you get a chance to play a, a tradition rich great program like Denton Ryan, it makes you better. Um, you know, we got a long ways to go before we, we get a chance to play them again and, and a lot of a lot of errors for us to improve on. But it's great for our district. Our, our district, um, I think, got even stronger if that's possible from last year. You know, we you bring in Denton Ryan, um, you, bring, you know, Denton High, the Colony. Um, Independence is going to be loaded again um, after a long playoff run. Um, so we're excited about the quality of, of opponents that we're going to have. But, you know, we, we get the chance to play Denton Ryan at their place at the, the last game of the season, regular season. So that should be a fun one. we we played them last year and, and in the past. and It's always been great games. So always looking forward to a great game like that.
0: And, you know, we talk, you just talked about Denton Ryan a little bit, mentioned a couple of other teams. So can you kind of break down this new district that y'all are going to be in after realignment for us?
2: Yeah you know it's, it starts with the Frisco schools cause, because we're all so familiar with each other and, and you know all the kids know each other there's a lot of built-in rivalries just because these kids grew up together and, and every week doesn't matter what the record is um, you know anybody can beat anybody because everybody's so well coached and, and those rivalry games kids get up to play different people. Um, i tell you you know I mentioned Independence they're, they're gonna have a great cast of characters uh, coming back um, and, and so They'll, they'll be a team that's that's up at the top of the district. Obviously, Denton Ryan, Denton, and the Colony are all great programs. Um, so I think top to bottom, this is this is one of the toughest districts around the Metroplex. And just being in Region Two um, is already hard enough. And you, you add in some of these teams, so it's going to be fun. That's for sure.
0: Thank you to Coach Hennigan and Coach Rayburn. Good luck to both of your teams this season. I already have that Denton Ryan Frisco Lone Star game circled on my calendar if things go as planned for the football season. Now we have a few messages from our sponsors and a quick trivia question for you. District 5, 5A Division 1 trivia question. Which of these women is a Denton High School alumni, former Miss Texas and pioneer female sportscaster? A, Gail Gardner, B, Jane Kennedy, C, Robin Roberts, or D, Phyllis George. The answer when we return.
3: The North Texas Honda dealers recognize members of our high school sports community who take time out to be helpful heroes. Nominate a helpful hero today at ihsshelpfulheroes.com. The film session is brought to you by your local North Texas GEICO agents. To find the office near you, go to geico.com slash dfw. The District Breakdown is presented by GiveMeTheVin.com. These teams make it look easy, just like GiveMeTheVin.com makes it easy to sell your vehicle.
0: Welcome back to the campfire. District 55A Division I's trivia question was, which of these women is a Denton High School alumni? former Miss Texas and pioneer female sportscaster. A, Gail Gardner, B, Jane Kennedy, C, Robin Roberts, or D, Phyllis George? If you answer D, Phyllis George, you're correct. Phyllis George was considered a pioneer in female sports broadcasting, definitely someone that I've looked up to over the years. She was on CBS Sports in her first job as a sportscaster. Now it's time for the District Breakdown, presented by GiveMeTheVin.com. We have Inside High School Sports Insider Ryan Harrison to break down District 5, 5A, Division 1. Ryan?
3: Well, thanks, Ashley. And District 5, 5A, Division 1 has a lot of talent. And headlined is Denton Ryan and Frisco Lone Star. Now those two faced off against each other last year in the playoffs. It was the state semifinals with a chance to go to Arlington. Denton Ryan finally got over the hump, and they beat Frisco Lone Star. They're going to be my pick, Denton Ryan is, to win this district. They're returning talent across the board. They're losing star uh, Drew Sanders to Alabama, but they are returning quarterback in Memphis Commits, Seth Pennington. They're returning two Texas Commits in Jatavian Sanders and Billy Bowman Jr., guys that... Hennigan can get the ball to that will also play a little bit of defense when they need to. And they're returning talent elsewhere. So this team is going to be back in 2020. They don't have to face Shadow Creek again. That state championship game, it came down to the very last play. Hennigan threw it up for Drew Sanders and a Shadow Creek defensive back tipped the ball out of his fingertips in the end zone. It really is a game of inches. But Denton Ryan doesn't have to face Shadow Creek this year. They've moved up to 6A. So I'm interested to see if they're going to be able to respond, get back to that state championship game, have a new opponent to face from the Houston area, and who knows, maybe they win a championship in 2020. But that isn't without having to beat Frisco Lone Star, likely both in district and in the playoffs, because they have talent back across the board as well. That includes quarterback Garrett Wrangle, running back Jaden Nixon, who you may remember, scored the game-winning touchdown in overtime against Highland Park. They have talent back at receivers, including Brandon Spencer and Trace Bruckler. but they are losing that security blanket that is Marvin Mims. He's got up about three hours north of here to play for Oklahoma. Now, they're going to miss Marvin Mims, and I'm really interested to see how Garrett Rangel leads the offense without having that receiver that he knows he can just throw the ball up to and hold. Nine times out of ten, he's going to come down with it. So look for that in 2020. Can Frisco Lone Star move on without Marvin Mims? Now, Frisco Independence is returning a lot of talent as well. That includes quarterback Braylon Braxton. It also includes star tight end and top recruit Elijah Arroyo. Now, those two are going to have to lead that offense through a tough district. Again, we've, I've already mentioned the top two teams in that district, and Independence has the talent to challenge those schools for a district championship. They went 10-3 and last year. They're returning most of their talent in 2020, so expect them to challenge for a district championship. This is a district that is very top heavy, where you have three really good teams that are all returning talent across the board. What does that fourth playoff spot look like? Well, last year I would have said the Colony. They're gonna fit in really well. They had Mikey Harrington, they had a slew of other Division I of prospects, those guys are all gone. Now, they went eight and three last year. What are they gonna do this year? They have a lot of questions. They have talent back along the offensive line and in the secondary, but again, who's gonna be the quarterback? Who's gonna step up for receiver? Those are big questions that the Cougars are gonna have to answer before the season starts. That doesn't mean that they won't make the playoffs. They'll likely contend for that fourth playoff spot, but we'll have to see who they're bringing in behind those talented guys that just left. Now there are a few other teams that will push them for that spot. Frisco Wakeland is one, uh, Frisco Reedy is moving up, they made the playoffs last year, they're moving up from Division 2, so they could push for a playoff spot. Frisco Centennial only went 2-8 and eight last year, but they are returning their quarterback in Grayson Darius. Um, so there's some talent in this district behind those top three schools. Now my player to watch is Frisco Lone Star quarterback Garrett Rangel. He's already got power five offers from a handful of schools. He was just a sophomore last year. He'll be a junior this year. Again, as I mentioned, I'm really interested to see how he responds to not having that security blanket in receiver Marvin Mims. I think he's gonna have a big season and that his recruitment is going to blow up after this year. Now my team to watch is Denton Ryan, again. They finally made that elusive state championship game appearance in 2019. They came inches away from defeating Shadow Creek. And again, Shadow Creek is a legitimate 6A talent. Now they've moved up to 6A, so now Denton Ryan, again, like I said, doesn't have to face them in the state championship game. But they will have to go through Frisco Lone Star. There are other talented teams all across 5A Division I. Can they get there? That is what I'm looking forward to the most.
0: Ryan, great and insight as always. Thank you. I'll see you next week. That's all we have for this episode of The Campfire. Come back every Monday for a new show. Next week, we'll be breaking down 6-5-A Division I. It's going to be a jam-packed week on our social media platforms. We have Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Bring you original content all focused on the district we are talking about this week, 5-5-A Division I. So stay tuned all week long. Until next time, I'm Asha Bullington and thank you for watching The Campfire.